PMS and sex. Meow! It's time to feed the kitty cat. What is up, sapiosexuals? I want to thank you for turning on Sex in South Beach with your girl, Dr. Sanjaya, your very favorite sex educator. So do you know when a woman is most likely to be horny? Hmm, that's what we're about to talk about today. Now let's get down to business. The sex situation we're getting into is PMS, commonly known as premenstrual syndrome. And I'm gonna tell you something, I hate that name. Premenstrual syndrome, like this miracle of releasing an egg that could develop into a human is some kind of disease? Please. You know a man had to come up with that name because normal reproductive functioning in a woman ain't no kind of syndrome. Uh-uh. But for real, most women do go through some kind of changes right before releasing an unfertilized egg, or in other words, right before they menstruate. Yeah, many women go through some serious changes. And in case you forgot what happens to a woman's sex hormones when she menstruates, let me brief you. Estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone are three female sex hormones that fluctuate throughout the menstrual cycle. Now, estrogen levels are at their lowest right before a woman's period. And this can make us moody, irritable, tired. But without estrogen, a lot of science shows that women are also really horny during this time. Some researchers think it's because nerve endings in a woman's sexy parts, well, they are stimulated as her body is preparing for menstruation. Now, other researchers speculate that a female's testosterone is just running wild in her body because there's not enough estrogen to, like, balance it out. That's why, in my mind... PMS is really an acronym for a uh, pretty man syndrome. <laughs> We've got some unchecked testosterone for a week. But you know what? That's how men act all month long. <laughs> I crack myself up. Pretty man syndrome, PMS. But, but, uh, but, 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 this is not the case for every woman. Some women just feel moody, bloated, and insanely irritable and totally unsexy during this time. And there's some recent studies suggesting that um, compared to other times of the month, a lot of women are way less interested in sex when they're experiencing PMS symptoms. So if you or your woman is one of those people who does not top their PMS with sex, <laughs> let's talk about other times during the menstrual cycle when a woman's body is aching for some bedroom bacon. <laughs> I know I'm corny, but I really do crack myself up. <laughs> and I know you laugh too. Just a little bit you did. Come on, bedroom bacon. Come on, when a woman's aching for some bedroom bacon. <laughs> but, 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 as I said before, this is not the case for every woman. You know, you are a unique woman and your woman is a unique woman. So let's keep that in perspective as we continue this conversation. All right, now remember, we started our discussion with three hormones, estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. For simplicity, let's just call them EPT. <laughs> you know, the name of one of those pregnancy tests that you bought last time you slipped up. <laughs> so estrogen starts rising the day a woman has her period. And right after that like achy, fatigue phase, her mood starts to improve. 
her appetite actually decreases, and estrogen just keeps on rising, making life and love better. Now, this is right after a woman has started her period already. Then, about eight days after her period starts, testosterone, well, it also starts rising up with the estrogen, and together they just keep rising and rising until they peak. And this combination of estrogen and testosterone just rising and rising, well, this generally makes women feel happier, more confident, sexier, and mm -hmm, you guessed it, hornier. This is also when a, woman, when a woman ovulates, you know, releases her egg, and therefore is much more likely to get pregnant. And you know what? I can personally attest to this. When my husband and I decided to have a baby, I was old and so was he. So I expected we would have to try for a while. But my ob told me that I was crazy. She said, just have sex eight days after your period starts. And boom, I was pregnant by the end of the month. Yes, indeed. And you know who told me first? An EPT test. <laughs> True story. All right, back to hormones. EPT. We've been talking a lot about estrogen and testosterone but what about progesterone? Well, you know what? Progesterone, it can make you feel like foggy, sleepy, a little bit down. And during week three of a woman's menstrual cycle, progesterone rises while estrogen and testosterone starts to decrease. So that's like not likely a week where you're gonna get lucky with a lady. What does this mean? This really means a lot of women actually go through a pre-PMS phase during week three. They feel a little less sexy and mentally and like physically drained. But luckily it's just a mini PMS that lasts only a couple of days because estrogen starts to rise again by the end of the week, telling all those pre-PMS systems to stop in the name of love. <laughs> and you know what? That estrogen increase during the end of week three, well that can also like awaken a woman's libido. So in week four, Mm-hmm, that's like that week right before she gets her period. Estrogen drops to its lowest point, but you know what? So does progesterone, you know, the one that makes you kind of foggy, feel a little down, that also drops to its lowest point. So this estrogen rise happens at the end of week three, and that is like the beginning of her real PMS phase. So you see what? That estrogen rise right at the end of week three and the beginning of week four, right before it starts to drop at the beginning of week four. You know what? That's how some women can really feel their libido awaken a week or so before their period. And from this time until she gets to her period, estrogen levels will continue to go to their lowest. But uh-uh, 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 it ain't all bad news. There is a silver lining. Progesterone, well, it plummets to its lowest too which means most women feel an energy boost. And you know what? A woman's body is feeling more sensitive as it prepares for her period. And this explains why so many women are way more receptive to sex while they're experiencing PMS symptoms. Whew, that was a lot of period talk, right? I think you're gonna have to rewind this and listen to it again to really understand estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone, and how that fluctuates during the month in a woman and how that makes her horny or less horny, you know what I'm saying? And then you gotta like compare it to your own woman or you, you yourself, if you are a woman. And it's a lot of great information. And you know what, we were only talking for seven minutes, so you should definitely rewind and make sure that you get it. Because this determines a lot about your sexual satisfaction, right? 
the overall point I'm trying to make is that most women go through significant hormonal changes every single month. And these impact our libido, our desire for sex, our receptiveness to male advances. And make no mistake about it, these hormonal changes are big and they are often, okay? You go through a mini PMS phase, a real PMS phase, an ovulating phase, a period. Testosterone spikes, it drops, estrogen rises, then decreases, and progesterone. What? They all do it on a different schedule? Oh my goodness, are you kidding me? And guys, you want to know why our moods change so often? Well, now you know. <laughs> and unless you're into other guys, you now have some really, really important information that can make your sex life and your lady's sex life a lot more satisfying for both of you, better sex for both of you, okay? Now, before we go, I wanna talk about how men are influenced by a woman's period cycle. Because let's face it, these hormonal changes impact everybody around us. So in 2007, researchers from the University of New Mexico, well, they did a really fun study that found strippers make more money during their ovulation phase, okay? They compared tip earnings between strippers who were on the pill and those who were not on the pill, and they looked at them during the phases of the months we just discussed. After examining 296 stripper shifts, these men, yes, because you know these researchers were men, right? <laughs> well, they found that strippers on the pill had no differences in tip earnings throughout the month. But strippers who were not on the pill, what? They earn significantly more money during their ovulation phase. You know, the eighth day after her period starts until the middle of her cycle, the one we just discussed, where like estrogen and testosterone increases. Um, the study reported that strippers earn $355 during that week on one shift compared to only $185 during a shift while they're having their period. <laughs> of course, there are a lot of other conditions that could have impacted this study, but the fact that strippers on the pill had far less differences in their earnings during the month is very interesting because we all know they don't go through the natural phases of ovulation, and apparently the men's tipping reflected that. <laughs> now, another study found that women were more receptive to giving out their number to a guy during their ovulation phase compared to other times of the month. Now, this study had hot 20-year-old guys ask 455 18 to 25-year-old women for their number. Now, women during week two of their cycle, again, their ovulation phase, when that estrogen and testosterone rise most, well, they were significantly more likely to give their number than women who were in other weeks of their cycle. And once again, these differences were not seen in women who were on the pill because they do not experience the same hormonal changes. And this is also why some doctors recommend the pill to women who experience really severe PMS symptoms. Now, according to my family, I happen to be one of those women. Yeah, the ones who experience really severe PMS symptoms. <laughs> and yes, I was on the pill when I was a tender young thing. But as I grew up and I learned more about how my body works and how the pill works and all about my hormones, I decided that I wanted to experience all of my hormonal changes and I wanted to attract people that I was like genuinely chemically attracted to. 
And you know, being a sexologist, I felt that the pill interfered with the natural functioning of my sexual hormones, which therefore interfered with the natural functioning of the sexual attraction process. So you know, I wasn't having none of that. But you know what you are? You are your very best sex doctor. So no matter what me or any other doctor has to say about it, it is important for you to know your body and learn what's best for it, including the best times to have some sensational sex. And you know what? A lot of those good times for sensational sex, well, you know what? Women on the pill, they know about them, okay? Every woman can have great sex, whether she is on the pill, not even worried about pregnancy, having very, very minimal PMS symptoms, or whether she is not on the pill. You need to get to know your body and find a way to feel your sex life to its fullest. Mm. So now that you know a little bit more about how regular hormonal changes can impact a woman's sex drive and some other things, you should talk about this with your woman. And ladies, you should definitely hip your man to this information because misunderstandings and breakups are all too common when a woman is experiencing PMS, but her partner does not understand what's going on. Shoot, next time you get your serious PMS on, maybe that's a good time to try some like light S&M, tie you up, shut you up. And uh, who knows, you might have a really good fuck. <laughs> Again, I am funny and you know it. <laughs> All right, now you know what to do. Go share this info with someone that you love and stimulate a sexy conversation that I promise will be full of surprising information that is going to help you have a healthier, happier sex life. And consider monitoring your period or your lady's menstrual cycle and figuring out when is the best sexual phase for your specific situation. <laughs> Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. I had so much fun freaking you out with all that period talk. And you know what? I cannot wait to do it again. <laughs> but in the meantime, you need to slide your sexy fingers on over to drsanjaya.com. That's D-R-S-O-N-J-I-A.com. And join the free VIP club to get instant access to free sexual health resources that can improve your love life tonight. And we should definitely link up on all the social media platforms because I got a lot of nookie knowledge that is going to improve your everyday happiness. It will make you laugh and it will improve your sexual education level. And what could be better than that? <laughs> so look up Dr. Sanjaya, D-R-S-O-N-J-I-A on what? Facebook, what else is there? Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, all that good stuff. And you know who it is. This is Dr. Sanjaya, America's sex educator, and I am so grateful that you turned on Sex in South Beach, where everyone comes for healthier, happier sex.